Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rap Shit Season 1 is over, but we are just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. This is The Connect, y'all, and we are back. The Connect on Post Show Recaps is here. It's me, Chappelle, and I am so excited to talk to you about this show, which, you know, the streets have been buzzing about for a while. It kind of died down a little bit, but Season 2 is upon us, and I am ready to get into all the ins and outs of Rap Shit. And with me... You know, because this is to connect. I do need my fellow plugs with me. Latanya's not here this time, but of course we have <laughs> the strongest connect of them all, Mari. Mari Fourth, what's up? Um, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to talk about this absolutely just amazing show. I'm glad to maybe introduce a lot of our listeners to this show, and I'm I'm just glad that this is such a timely show. Uh, mm-hmm. for what's going on right now. Oh, yeah? How do you feel? Why, why do you say that? Because for those who don't know, Rap Shit is about a female rap duo basically trying to make it out of Miami. And, I mean, we are literally in the boom of a renaissance of great female rappers right now. And it is just so funny. It's like, did Issa Rae predict this? Like, I think Issa Rae is like, you know, she, she can see the future. Oh, yeah. Issa Rae is my president. I also hear that she's yes. the Barbie president as well. Um, and so uh, all shout outs to Issa Rae. Yes, mm-hmm. Mari is correct. This is a great show to be talking about right this time because Rap Shit is going to talk about the lives of some up and coming female rappers. And we see that they are making such big waves in the in the music industry right now. Also, you all know here on The Connect, we've talked to you before about Issa Rae in her other works with, uh, with Insecure. And mm-hmm. so uh, this feels like the natural progression to what we should be talking about now, because we love to give Issa Rae our flowers, but we also want to keep you people who listen to The Connect fed. And so uh, this will be the next main course. Mari, first and foremost, I loved talking about Insecure with you. I am so happy that it's on Netflix. I feel like we opened the post-show recap world up to to Issa Rae and all her greatness. Have you been peeking at some of the online discourse about Insecure now that we're not talking about it anymore? Mm-hmm. I have. I'm honestly kind of shocked how many people are just now discovering Insecure because it's on Netflix. But you can't um, you can't discredit the Netflix effect. Like we saw it with Survivor coming to Netflix. You see it with so many other older shows coming to Netflix. Insecure is is almost in a, a in a double like coming of like. Uh, I see all these clips of, of insecure stuff that we've been seeing that people are reacting to like, oh my God, maybe I need to go and finish watching the show. And oh my gosh. And I'm like, yo, anybody out there, if you are now finally watching insecure, if you're finally on the insecure train, go back and listen to our insecure coverage. We covered the last uh, season, season five of insecure episode by episode, but we also did a quick recap of the previous four uh, seasons as well. So if you're just now falling in love with that wonderful show, definitely go and listen to us talk about it. Yeah. This, this time is impeccable because mm-hmm. Insecure is on Netflix and this is the perfect promotion for what is going to come soon. Uh, because as we know, Rap Shit premieres on August 10th of this year. So that means it's right around the corner. So while people got mm-hmm. Issa Rae on the mind, this is the perfect time to introduce them to another one of her works and something that we really enjoyed watching. Uh, and so uh, we might as well just get into it. How about that? 
please let's do it all right so uh rap shit you will see it spelled out with an exclamation point instead of an I, but it's still rap shit. Is Issa Rae's newest comedy, mm -hmm. uh, you know, series for HBO that has, like I said, it had the streets buzzing for a while. I mean, it was uh, such a good, like, uh, refreshing change from Insecure because Insecure was a very specific mm -hmm. uh, type of show, right? And I think people have called mm -hmm. it a great coming of age tale. Millennials are, are, are latched onto it. People who are just becoming, yep. you know, around that age are all latching onto it. But rap shit is very, very specific. This is the yeah. tale of what uh, some would call the tale of the city girls mario do i have that correct yeah yeah uh it's like loosely inspired by the city girls i do know that jt and Krisha are like um credited as executive producers on that okay. um i do know like a lot of the staff or the writing staff come from miami most famously know, known uh kid fury of the reed is in the writer's room as well so um this is like a com almost a completely different um not almost a completely different take from like insecure it's a, it's a whole different world and i i just love it you know what i'm saying i i love being exposed to different um black experiences and and um like people who may not have necessarily connected with insecure may not have um you know had that same lived experience as like molly and isa might be able to see themselves in shauna and mia so i'm so excited yeah this is uh, where Insecure kind of felt like it could have been Issa Rae's story. Like Issa Rae might have been talking about her own experiences or a lot of lived experiences of a lot of black women around that age. Mm -hmm. And even, uh, you know, telling the stories of black men as well. Uh, this feels like the story of the city girls. And mm -hmm. I love the city girls. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I am not like some city girl staying at home, like knowing all the lyrics. Every now and then some lyrics will slip into my brain. But there <laughs> is nobody funnier in this world than that pair of women i mean jt <laughs> and uh young miami um you know aka I, I, karisha. aka karisha karisha or, please or the other way. Yeah. yeah they are so funny they are so entertaining and they are very talented and this show is going to kind of give us a back uh story or a look back at their early beginnings right and so mm -hmm. um in this story, the two, uh, like the two city girls, are going to be portrayed by, uh, uh are going to be uh, personified in Shauna Clark and Mia Knight. So, uh, Shauna Clark is a rapper, a conscious rapper. You know, so mm -hmm. then she has her backpack on very tight. You know, she's rapping about, <laughs> you know, she's rapping above our heads. Like you have to, yeah, be, you have to be tapped in to know what she's mm -hmm. talking about. Like you're not educated enough, your eyes not open wide enough to know what yep. she's talking about. Mario, first of all, that discourse is so tired to me. It is so tired to me. Yes, it, it's it it's so funny because it's like with with female rappers, I love how, especially like in the pilot, they they emphasize um how it feels like female like female rap is is so different from men rap like male rappers, only because female rappers tend to be pigeonholed. They they tend to have to rap about certain things and certain ways in order to be commercialable and you you say that by also you have the people who try and push back like shauna and for instance who is a conscientious rapper she we find out that shauna the character um actually blew up two years prior during the protest this is set in like um real time so she basically had the anthem of the, the protest the pandemic and um then she like falls off and i i love it the whole this whole first interaction that we see personifies this discourse here because this guy comes up to her, he's like, hey, you look familiar. And he's like, oh, yeah, you had the song of the protest. Oh, my God, I love that stuff. I, I love female rappers like you. He's like, why'd you fall off? Why? And she's like, no, I, I'm still doing the same thing. And she shows him, like, her her stuff. And he's like, mm, yeah, yeah, you on that queen stuff. Mm -hmm. If I have daughters, I want them to listen to you. Like, it's that same, <laughs> like, oh, we want women to rap about stuff, to respect themselves and be conscious. But then nobody listens to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the discourse is so wonky man it is so wonky yeah the storyline for me mari has run stale it just yeah. has <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i it's let women do what they want to do let exactly. them do what they want to do it's exactly. not like 
oh, my daughter can only listen to this conscious rap. You don't even listen to that conscious rap. And then it's like, and if you do like that conscious rap, like that conscious rap, but don't look down on other women for not making that type of rap. You know, listen, it does not matter how how smart you are, how many degrees you are, you are allowed to enjoy enjoy things, you know? And um, that is going to be a big theme throughout this uh, show is that Shauna, Mm -hmm. her character, who I'm assuming she is the JT of the pair, uh, she... um, she has a, a talent, a real skill as a rapper, right? Like she, we've seen her doing her best, uh, her best work when she had the song of the protest, when she's got her mask on and she's making her videos and stuff. And she really wants people mm-hmm. to hear her voice. Um, and she struggles through, with that throughout because although she's making a move into a more mainstream uh, rap career, we'll see throughout the series that she starts to question, you know, her, her message. Should she be rapping like this? Should, is this what she should be pushing? Or do people even take her seriously as a musician now that she's rapping, uh, in, uh, a more, uh, a, a different realm, I guess I should say a less mm-hmm. conscious realm. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's kind of where we, where we meet Shauna. Uh, mm-hmm. but like I said, she's probably the JT cause no disrespect to Carisha, but Carisha is not the strongest rapper in the city yeah. girls, uh, duo. Uh, mm-hmm. Mari, I know you've seen the discourse back in the day about how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Carisha sometimes be off beat a little bit young Miami. Sometimes. I mean, listen, I think that's the appeal. I think that, like, that's what makes it funny. And you know, yeah, me, you're not coming. Like, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> go on. You know? <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Go God. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Car- yeah. Carisha is not the strongest when it comes to, but that this is her avatar, Mia, we're talking about now. Right. Yes. Yes. And we get Mia in the version of, like I said, this is very much like a a caricature of of Carisha. Uh, but Mia Mia is living the city girl lifestyle that we've come to know in popular culture. Right. She she's um she's like a working mom, of course, and she has like her own bills and stuff like that that she deals with. But she also really wants to talk about things that uh empower women in a different way. Right. Like so, rather than mm-hmm. saying like, oh. I don't want to be, you know, objectified or I don't want to be looked at in a certain way or I don't want people to judge me. So I'm going to act a certain way. She said, no, this is who I am. And I should be proud of what I am. I'm baddie. So I'm going to be a baddie. Like I like to do nice things. I want to flaunt those nice things. She likes dudes and she likes dudes with money. And that's what she wants. And that's what she wants to celebrate. And there's nothing wrong with that. But as we both know, society kind of looks at that like, oh, this woman, uh, she's a gold digger, or maybe she just doesn't want to do the work. She doesn't want to. Um, she she doesn't want to be respectable. She just wants people mm-hmm. to hand her stuff. And so, uh, Mia's character is dealing with a very interesting battle because I don't think she sees a problem with any of that, but I know society does, Mari. Yeah, yeah, and it's like for her, from what I what I I get from her, it's like. Her life is it's it's pretty hard, you know. We we know that she's working three jobs to support her daughter, who she is. We'll talk about it, but she's she is a single mom, you know. Her her baby daddy Lamont is kind of in and out of the picture. Um, and for her, she doesn't really want she's one of those people who doesn't want to talk about the struggle. She wants to like talk about things that make her happy, she wants to like kind of rap about stuff that people dream about and that's okay you know that's how some people deal with with their struggles shauna is also struggling but she wants to like kind of bring light to the to the struggle and talk about how alcoholism is unfair you know like all that Mm -hmm. Uh, but but me just wants to kind of you know mess around shake her ass and and talk about dudes spending money on her and that that's okay you know and i i like the uh the duality of both of them yeah, both these things can be true at once, right? Like, again, we can't force people into one bubble, and we're going to see both those bubbles collide because we know that Shauna and Mia were actually friends back when they were in high school, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so yep. in this series, we've we've jumped a lot, a, a lot forward uh, to the point where Shauna is now working at a hotel um, after mm-hmm. moving back to Miami. And so uh, while Shauna is working at a hotel but being a conscious rapper, she's also scamming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a scammer uh and this culture right here has become a culture in and of itself the <laughs> idea that i don't have so i'm gonna make a way by any means necessary and if that means getting over on the system then it's okay um 
I'm not saying I agree with that, but there are arguments to be made on both sides, and I think we're <laughs> going to explore them a lot here. Um, but it's very interesting to see that Shauna, someone who is uh, touting herself as someone who is conscious, who is doing something that's above board, who's kind of like holding herself to a certain standard, is still out here getting how she lived, right? And then we're uh -huh. supposed to look at Mia, who is a social media influencer slash sex worker, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. um, and be like, oh, my God, what you're doing is so scandalous. But here it is, our conscious queen, you know, literally stealing from people. So, Mari, in, in rap shit, we have to handle both of those things at the same time. We have to be able to hold in our hands that neither one of these women is perfect, but they're both our protagonists in this uh, in this series. How did you feel about the juxtaposition of those two? Um, I, I think it's clear. The antagonist here is capitalism. Yes, <laughs> like, that part. Poverty. That is, <laughs> right. that is the antagonism. You know? yeah, like, <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> Like at this point, both of them are just trying to make ends meet. And, and you know, like, Anna decides that she wants to use credit card fraud and taking people's credit card information and selling it and, and stuff like that to get herself out of her poverty. Meanwhile, Mia is a a cam girl sex worker for a spicy site <laughs> and mm -hmm. it just again it just shows you that people shouldn't have to be fighting this hard to make a decent living you know and i am not gonna sit here and judge judge people for it because it is this you know it is the system you know what i'm saying like it's the system that is forcing people to go to these lengths and so they're both dealing with that and then they kind of trip and fall into the rap game together and they're like well maybe we can make this our legitimate you know business and 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 form of money and you know you it makes you want to root for them it makes you want to root for their success yeah they go from uh living their normal lives to seducing and scheming and mm -hmm. this actually is a moment mm -hmm. that is mirrored yes it is <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> this is this is actually a moment that is mirrored directly from the city girls um you know uh the city girls uh jt and carisha they actually uh had done a freestyle over um or they had done a song over kaya's my neck my back uh and mm -hmm. it got uh, thousands of plays thousands of plays uh and then that kind of launched them into stardom after they had dropped their like their first diss track basically and so uh this happens here we have seducing scheme which takes off and it launches these two women into relative fame right they yeah. start to, to get a little bit of notoriety but they still have to navigate the rap game uh and um before we continue with that part i do just want to give a shout out to these two actresses um uh, actors uh chameleon and ada osmond i was not familiar with their work uh prior to this i'd never seen them act in anything mm -hmm. else to my knowledge but uh mari seeing both of them yeah. uh, i think they're both was, relatively new yeah both relatively new ada osmond is a non-binary actor um uh, they use uh she they pronouns and so i'll probably just use she or they interchangeably but mm -hmm. um she uh she was a writer and a stand-up comedian right so she did big mouth she did uh betty and she's uh, really? writing on rap shit yeah she's writing on rap shit as well right and then chameleon is a rapper singer uh songwriter and people might have known her from love and hip-hop miami and so you really do have uh mm. this two this merger of these two people that i never would have saw coming but I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed them in this role. Um, we also get uh, a star-studded cast uh, with other people who are, like I said, I won't say relatively unknown, but definitely people who, uh, as you 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 might know them in different realms, you might know them in smaller realms. But I really do think bringing all of these characters together and all these actors and actresses together really does uh, highlight the show in a way that I just couldn't have foreseen coming. We don't. I won't say we don't get a lot of black prestige television, but I don't think a lot of uh, black television is given the chance to be prestige because exactly. of the subject matter. And so mm -hmm. I appreciate this for them as well, Mari. No, it completely. We we talk about it all the time. We've talked about it on our Snowfall coverage. We've talked about it on our Atlanta coverage. It's like shows that are black prestige shows don't get the coverage. They don't get their marketing and sometimes they're just not seen as that just because they they're uh pitched as niche television when honestly anybody can watch any of those shows that i've mentioned not being black and still connect to something um what's going on or to, or still find something entertaining 
but you know we're our shows are often pigeonholed and and put into little boxes so i i really appreciate rap shit for um for opening doors and sh sharing stories that even me as a black person you know might not have um experienced but it's, it's kind of learning through through this Right, right. Again, we say it all the time, black folk, we're not a monolith. We exactly. there are different aspects to us. And so there's so much to learn and to watch uh when you see these new shows pop up or these shows that might not they might feel like they're so outside of your your comfort zone and stuff. But if you just give them a chance, there's no telling what you might take uh from that show or what you might find out that you enjoy, or even what good stories and what talents you might have been missing out had you not taken that mm -hmm. uh that leap. So before we get into all the new talents and stuff like that, the the story lines and kind of wrap up season one let's go ahead and take an ad break right here and we'll be right back to talk about rap shit season one and to prepare for season two right after this okay we're back so i talked about this being like a very talented cast of people but i do want to kind of touch on some of the names that we're going to come across throughout season one uh and i do think we should start off with uh chastity mari Chastity, the party promoter uh, who goes by Duke of Miami or simply Duke, uh, is such an interesting character to me. Uh, mm -hmm. She's played by Jonica Booth, who I'd never heard of before. But I mean, I think this lady is acting her ass off as this role. It is so believable. Um, yeah. Everything about it does not feel like you're watching an actor, Mari. Not for me. Exactly. And I was like, her face looked so familiar too. I was like, oh my God. I, she has one of those faces where you think she's been in everything, yes. but then when you look her up, she hasn't. And you're like, wait, what? Um, she kind of reminds me of, um, I want to say the actress's name is Mia Nelson, the one from um, Best Man. Yes. Best Man. I I mm -hmm. know you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I think that was. I think that's that actress's name, Mia Nelson. No. But anyways. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> but my my biggest thing is like the Duke of Miami is such an interesting character. Uh, she is a plug, who is a pimp, <laughs> who is a <laughs> drug dealer, turned rap duo manager. It, it's such a such a good character, and it's one of those characters. Like again, like you might know these people. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you might know the person who's hanging out. They say that they know this person and that person and that person, but they don't. But they make it work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Again, it's another person grinding. It's another, it's another um, perspective of trying to make it. And yeah. we get a lot of her backstory later on. We find out that like she kind of comes from a family of pimps <laughs> mm -hmm. it's in the blood for sure <laughs> and, yeah so it's it's really interesting and she and she does a great job of like trying to get the duo to the right places get them gigs and stuff like that because you you do need that even if you're an up-and-comer you need managers you need people you can trust you know and you know i'm interested to see where it goes she's she's kind of like the urn in this uh if we're comparing it to Atlanta, she's earned. She she really is with you more know, flair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's earned with way more personality. Um, I I, I that's such a good comparison because mm -hmm. Earn is definitely somebody who had no business doing the job that he was doing. Right, we saw mm -hmm. him basically try to take himself out of poverty by managing someone else's talents. Uh, and being trying to be that person who could talk this way into rooms and to talk you into deals and stuff like that. Um, and Chastity is no different. The only difference here, I think, between Chastity and Earn that I see is that Chastity's is so much more believable. It just feels mm -hmm. so real that this person who was in over her head is she's acting so well to where you can see the look on her face where I'm about to lie to get my way into this room. And also like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm about to lie. They can tell I'm lying and I know they can tell, but I'm gonna push through. You can see all of that on her face in every scene. Um, she's, as Mari said, um, the manager of a sex of a group of sex workers, if you will, um, a pimp, some would say. <laughs> 
And she don't even have control over that. And you see her kind of growing into that person because her mm -hmm. pimp hand is not strong in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Chastity is trying to, uh, she's trying a management technique, which is more like a servant leadership. Like, I'll do these things for you. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. and, you will, and you will appreciate them. And though you will act right for me, you know? And, you know, for from a management standpoint, cool. You know, that's a good leadership style, Chastity. But from a pimping standpoint, <laughs> it's not, not the so move. <laughs> right. And as you said, we see her dad who uh is a uh, pimp proper, right? He is uh yeah. he is uh, the the pimp before her. Uh he tells her, "No, they don't take you seriously. They out here looking at you like a joke because you you're not laying down the law." He said, "You got to put your thing on the table sometime and let them know what it is." And so she really internalizes that and starts to take more control of her career as a manager and as a pimp. And starts to put her foot down in situations where she normally wouldn't have. We saw that mm -hmm. Shauna and Mia basically have to, as as these up and coming rappers, have to decide if they want to let Chastity be their manager. And right. while Mia is down to uplift her her friends mm -hmm. and family yep. and stuff like that, Shauna has good sense, and she can tell Chastity is not all that she says she is. Does not have a. Uh, uh, a lot of the pull that she says she does. But once Chastity decides to put her foot down, it really does reel these two women in and say, oh no, we are a thing now. We are a group and this is going to happen. So I am very fascinated by Chastity, uh, the character. I would love to see Jonica Booth in other things now because she mm -hmm. is killing this role. Um, it feels like a role like that ain't her acting. That's just her in real life. Even though mm -hmm. based on what I've seen, She's a very multi multifaceted lady. And so I would love to see more of this. But that's one of my favorite storylines, uh, Mari, the growth <laughs> narrative of Chastity and what she looks like as the manager of this new City Girls duo. Yeah. And I'm wondering if Shauna's distrust of Chastity is, is well, Chastity does be like kind of dicking around a little bit. But like right. also, <laughs> you know, her experience with, with I'm, I'm sure the person we're, we might talk about next, um, uh, her former producer. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like, I think Shauna is just really, Shauna, Shauna kind of dipped her toe into the music industry and got burned. And I think she's just hyper vigilant that she doesn't want it to happen again. Right, right. And but anybody with eyes can tell you that Chastity don't know what she's yeah. right. <laughs> so, That's true. <laughs> but but you do bring up a good point. We do know that Shauna has attempted this before. She has attempted to be uh a serious rapper in her words. Um, and um she had a friend named uh is it Francois? Francois Boom. Boom. Fra yeah. yeah. Uh Portrayed by Jabuki Young White. Yes, Jabuki. It's hilarious. <laughs> Every time he pops up in something, I audibly gasp. Every time. And crack yeah. up. That's got to be like a top five funniest human on earth. You know, and I, I, I consider myself a decently yes. funny person. That man is way... He is different. They don't make funny people like Jabuki. Um, if you've ever seen Jabuki on Twitter, no, you didn't. Because that man... <laughs> Twitter account could be anybody a today. Yeah. <laughs> a, a literal minutes. Um, but here he plays uh Francois Boom, who um was kind of in a position to be uh Shauna's producer slash manager. Mm -hmm. And then he went in another direction. He actually kind of made it big by promoting the career of someone else who um is a white lady who is <laughs> rapping in a very not white fashion and i'll say mm -hmm. that not to say white people are a monolith but we see what this woman doing she got the black scent on strong and mm -hmm. and he is riding her wave all the way into stardom and leaving someone like shauna this conscious rapper behind and so we'll see that shauna has to struggle with that what did you think about jabuki in this role marty i thought it was very like uh, he brings uh, like a funniness to the role but i think i love the dynamic between them and how we slowly unfurl like what happened like shauna basically was on track to have this like this on track life like go to college graduate college maybe go to law school you know she had her man they were gonna be uh, obama and michelle and you know somewhere along the line she realized like she was really good at rapping and J jabuki's character um francois uh i think they, they met in school they made music together in school um 
his his he was a producer his beats were the ones that got um like picked up first he tried he wanted to bring her along with him and slowly what happens with a lot of artists is they're you know they're like they might be signed or almost signed or they're they're doing work for other artists on the label and it just didn't pan out because she wanted to stick to the style of rapping that she wanted to do. And he was trying to tell her it's not profitable. People aren't listening. And they slowly drifted apart until he like decided to like go a completely different direction. And because he did go a completely di different direction, he is now like a rising star from what we're told. He is like on the come up with this other artist. Um, at, at the beginning and it's and it's just so interesting and and shauna is just left to, to pick up the pieces because she now has no music career she's not in school anymore and she's now back in miami working at a hotel while her life that she thought she was gonna have is still up there in new york her boyfriend's still up there in new york um she's you know afraid that you know he's and stuff like that so it shauna just wakes up like from what we understand she wakes up realize not not even realizing like where her life is at and she has to then watch francois through instagram burning thousands of dollars because he can make it all back like francois is such a funny character he is, and he is promoting his uh artist Raina rain i believe is her name yeah Raina um, rain yep yeah, I don't yeah, know if you're familiar. Rain rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She like got your the grandma's city girl. greens. <laughs> right, right. She got the city girl persona down pack. Um, and Shauna's looking at this like, I could do that. I could do that. Literally anybody could do that, at least in her mind. And so she's judging him for one, leaving her behind, but also for using uh, this white lady as a way mm -hmm. to springboard his career in a in in a world where. Shauna could have easily been Rain of Rain if she wanted to be, mm -hmm. as, at if least from her perspective. Right. Um, that song Tongue was a uh, bop, though. I'm not gonna <laughs> look normally. <laughs> look, look, you're not gonna get a lot of this from me, but normally when these people from outside communities do decide to appropriate, <laughs> they be on. Uh, like I look, people except hate for the Australian. I, I refuse to give her 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 fancy um, was a bop for that. Do that. Do that. Uh, did you want that? <laughs> Fancy was about. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I do this. I thought that you. <laughs> I will never forgive Ti for that. Look, that's not even the most the egregious one. Have you ever heard of Veronica Vega? Uh her name from, sounds familiar. She's from like Love and Hip Hop or something like that, right? Um, she uh, not the one who says she's from Hylia. I think I think. Oh so. God, from Love and she Hip Hop. She got that Miami. song. Oh, she got yeah. that song. Pay me. Pay me, don't bullshit me. Pay me. I was like, wait, she's dropping a lot of n words on this song, and they the no. n words. <laughs> Look, we're gonna watch the video after this. I tell y'all, oh. Veronica Vega, pay me. Don't click it. Don't give it a stream. But also, just know this is a foolish white lady. Anyway, oh. that being said. Oh, there's a lot of that going on in the music industry. And so we see that Shauna mm -hmm. is a uh, almost like a, a victim to some of that, uh, you know, with her interaction with her uh, manager friends. Well, so we'll have much more of that to come because we see by the end of the series, our city girls, you know, uh, <laughs> Mia and Shauna have linked up with Rain and Rain. They have decided if you can't beat them, join them. Mari, season two, what's coming? I, I mean, I just can't wait for that. Like, uh, Raina Rain finds herself in some hot water because she's at a photo shoot without Francois. And the uh, photographer is just like, he's filming a video and she, he's like, yeah, just talk your, talk your. And she has run out. She's like the, the robot that's run out of like black mm -hmm. uh, phrases. She has forgotten all her AAV. Um, she's <laughs> all up. And so she clearly, it, it basically exposes that she don't know what she's talking about. And because of that, her and Francois are panicking because, you know, she's being exposed for the fraud that she is. And I think what happens is they figure out that if Raina Rain and uh, Seduce and Scheme hook up and go on tour, then it can be mutually beneficial for uh, all parties involved. And I cannot wait to see what shenanigans that's going to cause in season two. Like, I just cannot wait. It's 
gonna be foolish uh but yeah that's a great thing for our main characters uh if the city girls are gonna take off they can definitely use uh rain and rain's cloud as a way mm-hmm. to get to the next level but they do have some things that are standing in their way we know that um unbeknownst to, to mia mm-hmm. uh shauna has planned on moving away she had planned on moving to New York uh, to mm-hmm. be with her boyfriend, Cliff. Now, this is a storyline that uh, I thought was over. And by the end of the series, I mean, the season, I'm thinking, oh, no, it's not over. It's never over. Like, life be life in bed. So she finds herself falling back uh, into the arms of her now ex, Cliff, uh, in a way. So the story is that Shauna goes to link up with Cliff, uh, and things are not going well. They were doing a long distance relationship while he's in New York, and he uh, he is very much displeased with that, right? So she goes mm-hmm. to pop up on him and visit, and the visit does not go well. There's a moment where she comes across uh, a rapper. I don't remember which rapper it was, Mari. Who was it? Um, um was it? It wasn't Brent Fires, was it? It was Brent Fires. Okay, okay almost. Yeah. I almost said Ty Dolla Sign because I know Issa Rae liked to just throw Ty Dolla Sign in the random scenes. Yeah. Um, but it was Brent Fias. She comes across Brent, Brent Fias. She's very much networking and she this is mm-hmm. her job. She's trying to be a rapper. Uh, and so she's networking. And Brent Fias might be flirting a little bit. He might be mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, it's not over. But yeah, I feel like if I'm dude standing next to them, I'm probably thinking, okay, y'all flirting a little bit. Uh, and he does not take this well. Cliff decides to... Uh, to go get drunk and then to very publicly break up with Mia on Instagram live or TikTok live or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. public breakup embarrasses this woman all over the internet, this, that, and other. And so you think that this relationship is through. We think that she's going to move on. We know she has another love interest. I'm sorry. uh, Shauna's uh, love interest. We know, we know that there is a a thing out there that Mm -hmm. she could do. But by the end, we see her basically sending a I miss you text message to Cliff. Mar, what do you think about this storyline between Shauna and Cliff? And how come we're going to be stuck with this for a little bit longer? I cannot believe that she would want, like, he embarrassed her Showed on his the ass. internet. Like, completely on the internet, calling her all sorts of, like, you know, he called her a sellout. He basically said she's busting it wide open, you know, to become a rapper and stuff like that. They're paraphrasing. And I can't believe she's even, like, she was even considering, like, getting back with him. It's just, like, he he clearly never believed in her, almost. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. she had said she was going to leave school to become a rapper. And, you know, maybe it is the the whole that it's a different style and stuff like that but is he he's clearly not man enough to take his girlfriend being like you know a rapper and i think he even says at one point like he he's he wants to be obama he doesn't want to be married to like a stripper or something like that it's like which is again she's not she's not a stripper but the the equation of two is just like it's just horrendous but we're gonna we're gonna keep seeing this because Issa loves loves a good toxic love story doesn't she what she gonna keep this man around as long as possible first of all he, uh the actor is devin terrell who i don't know if you know this but he played young obama in the in the the film barry no i didn't know that yeah he played young yeah. B- B- obama but he's also australian oh that's yeah hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> that that said uh he basically he was, he was born in the in the u.s but lived a long life in uh australia <laughs> before coming back <laughs> uh i would say that um and so hmm. uh definitely a different layer to this character than i was expecting but he um he's very good in his role and that it's very believable that he is the type of person to not be okay with this right he very much props up the idea of I'm good with you being a rapper as long as it's conscious, mm-hmm. right? As long as you're rapping about something positive that I that doesn't make me look some type of way mm-hmm. when I'm with you, right? Doesn't it doesn't make me embarrassed yeah. or you know whatever? Like you said, he's not really secure enough to deal Ugh. with that kind of attention, and it shows. And like I said, when he finally has this big moment and they have their breakup publicly on Instagram Live, I was like, oh thank God, Ooh. I am sick of this dude. You know, like I was like, all right, cool, mm-hmm. we out of here. Never look back. But again. That's what Issa be doing. Issa, Issa gonna drag us back to this one. And so 
by the end, although it looked like she had moved on to someone else. To uh, Maurice. Still, yeah, to Maurice. She is Her still co-worker. sending uh, these text messages. So let's go ahead and talk about Maurice. Uh, mm-hmm. Maurice is uh, the Haitian homeboy who works with her. Uh, and they seem like it's one of those, they are friends because they yeah. have to. You know, mm-hmm. she in a relationship and he is her co-worker. And so he is very much shooting his shot, waiting on her to slip up. He's like, eventually, you're going to start to like me and I'm just going to keep shooting. And she's like, stop, boy, stop. You're crazy. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it's a playful shot. It's like he, he just throwing them up, throwing them up. And right. then when he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and you can, and you could tell that she was always keeping tabs on him, kind of like out the corner of her eye. Like, well, mm-hmm. what you got going over there? And she slipped. She definitely slipped. She <laughs> slipped. It slipped. fell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens. Oh, she said, um, yeah, he's he's making his jokes, you know. They're 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 scamming together. I guess that's another layer. I saw I call mm-hmm. them co-workers, but that's they are both yeah. in this big plot about these uh about the credit card fraud. Um she is stealing the credit cards and he is flipping them and, and giving yep. her a part of the profit, you know. And so uh there's a lot of you know comfortability there, but also, like you said, some some heavy flirting and then once the relationship with cliff is over it's very clear that they are ready to make their move uh maurice mm-hmm. and shauna hook up and it looks like they might be a thing however she starts mm-hmm. to go through and he is nowhere to be found because he does get arrested mari this is the part <laughs> of seducing and scheming they don't talk about yeah sometimes you get caught and this is scheme lockup. I don't know what there's lock, nothing with the S. Oh, <laughs> right, like so this scheme slammer, you know, solitary, so, <laughs> solitary, right? This man is in jail, and so while Mia's mm-hmm. going through, this is what the moment that pushes her back to Cliff. She can't get in touch with Maurice, so she starts sending like the you up text to Cliff because she just needs a friend, right? She's mm-hmm. starting to ruin a lot of aspects of the things she's working on, right? And mm-hmm. so she just needs somebody to lean on. I'm sorry, Shauna. I keep saying Mia. Uh, but she um, she she just needs somebody to talk to. And that's how she ends up falling back into the arms of Cliff in a way, right? We don't see them link mm-hmm. up, but we know it's coming because this is how Issa do us. Um, but that being said, Maurice went to jail. Mm-hmm. And because he went to jail due to some fraudulent actions, his accomplices are probably next. Mari, by the, the finale, we actually see the cops roll up on Shauna in her place of business because she just happens to be chilling there. <laughs> and they are, they go right. to arrest her. Or she at least the so job it seems. On the day off. Right. She, the job you're stealing mm-hmm. from. I mean, don't get wrong. She's not stealing from the job, but <laughs> you return to the scene yeah. of the crime, lady. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> that being said, the cops are on her ass. Mari, this is going mm-hmm. to be I, what I assume is a big plot point in season two. What do you think right. happens from here? Right, cause that, cause we all know, like in like real time, city girls, like JT <laughs> was arrested she, and, and went, went to, to jail. jail. Baby. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like, you? they're like, yeah. she gonna be in there for at least two years. And I just remembered, like, they were like, okay, Carisha had to keep like the group's visibility up while JT was in jail, and and luckily, like JT got a lot of free JT press here, free JT press there. But like, um, again, this is in real life. Carisha would go to the award shows and, and stuff, and she mm, she didn't do too well by herself, but it's okay because <laughs> they were able to weather the storm. I think JT even made music in jail at some point, but whatever. JT comes out, and they're like the city girls take off. So I don't know if I'm wondering if we'll get like a um because I looked at the trailer for season two, so it does seem I looked at like. I think I saw a teaser trailer, so it might not have been that much. But like, I do think we do get some shots where like Shauna isn't in jail. So I don't know if like we'll get like a oh 15 months later type thing, or you know maybe we'll get some stuff about them like them like t- taking off and then her going to jail and being in jail for like half, most of the season and you know what I'm saying. So. It has to be a plot point. Like, I really, really want to see how, what they do um, and how they, how they, they do that. I, I'm, I'm actually very much looking forward to that. I want to see if it'll imitate life because this is the part of the City Girls, like, saga, like the real life City Girls saga that I actually know. So um, Mm -hmm. I want to know what happens with that. 
I do think this is where mainstream fans meet the city girls. I think we meet yeah. them in a place where JT is already locked up. And mm-hmm. we have Carisha out here really pubbing the music. She's out here at the clubs. Uh, I read somewhere that she would pay and DJs $20 things. to just play the song, right? And she would say, she she said some crazy things. She did. Mm-hmm. And, but because she's such a like charismatic person and her, um, her personality is so infectious, a lot of the crazy stuff that Carisha said, it took off, you know, um, like we forget that flued out wasn't a thing before she said it, you know, <laughs> that is not a thing. <laughs> and then uh, sudden, that, look, everybody say flued out like it's normal true. now. You we know? said that like 80 million times across all of our podcasts. Right. And I'd be forgetting where did that come from? She created flued out, you know, with, with a T. <laughs> Period. You know, um, <laughs> that's you know, and that's all Carisha's impact. But that mm-hmm. happens while JT is in jail, and JT being mm-hmm. the stronger rapper, Carisha really has to put the team on her back. And so I'm wondering if we will see this world where Mia has to put the team on her back because we know she is not the lyricist that Shauna is. She might not even be a rapper at all. Uh, we've yeah. seen that she's able to come up with some good hooks in this show, mm-hmm. but every all the lyrics are going through uh, Shauna, and so. With her being in jail, potentially, I think, like you said, JT got 24 months in jail. Um, yeah, something a, like that. If we got a decent little, you know, identity theft time jump mm-hmm. where she's in jail for a few months and then we hop in like toward the end of her sentence, that would be great because then we can see what it looks like when Mia is the face and the voice of uh, whatever this duo is going to be called. Uh, and you know, what it looks like when Shauna is released and has to then join a group that might already be established, you know, now that she's been gone. Um, mm-hmm. Mari, that's something I knew, I did notice. Does this group not have a name? That's what I was just about to say. I was like, I don't think they do. Like, even at the club, when they're at the club and they play their songs, they're like, oh, seduce and scheme in the house. I'm like, I don't right. I don't think that's the name. That's not what well, they call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's what we call them because we don't know what else to call them. Seducing exactly. Schema. Probably ain't a horrible name. Uh, one is seductress, one is a schema, but I think they both kind of a little bit of both. Um, so I don't think there's a horrible name, but they don't have one to this point. Uh, and probably for good reason because they are not a cohesive mm-hmm. rap group just yet. Um, although we know that Mia has the vision, yeah. right? Mia has the vision of we are going to be the city girls, we're gonna promote these things that make us feel happy, this money, these, these uh these uh interactions with these men these uh you know <laughs> these lavish lifestyles to, you know having a good time with the girls that's what she wants to promote but shauna is not all in on that mari she we see that there is a a a scene where they are supposed to go perform and they and promote their 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 album or their their song i guess their songs yeah. at this point they yeah. have two singles i believe and yeah. they're they are promoting chastity had done the work to get them in the room but when the bright lights are on Shauna and it's time for her to be a city girl, she kind of still wants people to take her seriously as a rapper and as a, like, um, as a wordsmith. And she decides to get on her platform and talk her shit. You know, she very Mm -hmm. much reminds people that she does this, that she is the conscious rapper, that she has a backpack. It's in the trunk, but she got it, you know, and, And this does not go well. One, this is not the crowd. The crowd did not want to hear that. They did not come Mm -hmm. here for that. They were not, they didn't sign up for that. But then two, she left Mia out to dry and she embarrassed them. And so the group essentially breaks up for a little bit before Mm -hmm. connecting again uh, with Raina Rain in order to now move forward in their career. But there are rocky waters. Uh, Mari, what do you think about this two as a duo and the future of the duo you know, moving forward into season two. I I just think they need each other. They they clearly need each other, right? Um, Shauna is so embarrassing. So when she's so embarrassing when she decides to do her, it, like like they said, she it sounds like she's saying I, I'm better than you. Whenever she does her conscientious mm-hmm. rap, it's like it sounds like she's saying I'm better than all of this, and nobody really wants to hear that, you know. Um, you have to tell it to him in a different way. And Mia might not be good a good lyricist, but she's uh, one of her jobs is she's a makeup artist, and so she knows she's tapped into the aesthetic of what people like on social media. She, like you said, she's an influencer. She knows what'll what'll get the traction, what'll get the eyes on on you, and everything like that. And 
they need each other because Shauna has the music, Mia has the like the mind behind behind the um aesthetic and the brand. And without each other, we see that they are just they're they're not cohesive enough to get anything done. And um I I still can't believe she thought that was okay, but oh you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know okay. it's bad because we're always pushed this image of the the um the ratchet uh, rapper, the twerker, the party girl, the city girl, like that's supposed to be embarrassing, right? We're supposed to hold ourselves to a higher standard and all this other stuff. And that's supposed to be so like, that's the stuff Cliff is ashamed of, right? right. But I've never been more embarrassed than when I saw Shauna mm -hmm. up there rapping at that club doing that. You know, it's <laughs> like, it, it's so weird because you want yeah. us to be embarrassed by this, but girl, I've never, you take that damn mask off too. That's embarrassing as well. You know, um, <laughs> they're just saying there's, there are different ways for you to look at this, but you're hundred percent correct. They need each other and they need each other a lot because Shauna potentially is going to jail. That's one thing we could say Mia is not, she's not a criminal, not to, not to <laughs> our knowledge, you know? No. And so, um, right. As of now, she's the one on the straight and narrow and Shauna, the conscious one, the one who is better than everybody, the one who went to college, mm -hmm. the one with the lawyer boyfriend, uh, <laughs> might need him to get her out of jail very oh, quickly. Um, yeah, so there's potential for us to see a lot of that moving forward. Um, we get some other characters, of course. We get uh, Fatima, who is uh, Cliff's classmate, who we know is trying to holler at him. He does admit that uh, he mm -hmm. doesn't. I don't know if they ever get together, but I'm sure we'll see more of that moving mm -hmm. forward. We also see one of our old faves from Insecure, Dominique Perry, as Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's my girl. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tasha back. And she's in the crew yeah. as well. Her, and yeah. Her, her, and I think she plays a girl. She plays Alicia or something like that. It's two of Mia's friends, and they are like the bad influences. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. They're the bad influences. They're my favorite. Because <laughs> um, they yeah, Mia's homegirls, and they like, well, they're just like, why are you letting Shauna take take our friend away? You know, they mm -hmm. they think that they could go do city girl antics without Shauna, you know, mm -hmm. and and they're not wrong. But at the same time, there's no rap music without Shauna. You know, Mia just doesn't mm -hmm. have that skill. And so in order to keep this whole thing going, I think the whole crew needs to get behind it. But yeah, yep. we see uh, Brittany Jefferson as Alicia and Dominique mm -hmm. Perry as Nelly. Um, Nelly, yeah, so, sorry, Nelly and yeah, Alicia, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Um, Oh, and then, of course, Jill. Jill is Shauna's college friend who works at Spotify, who ends yeah. up putting them on and getting them, like, they're, well, she ends up trying to put them on and getting their playlist yeah. on Spotify. It's actually another guy who does it, but she's, like, trying to piggyback. <laughs> like, I know her in real life, I promise. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I side eye Jill a little bit. A little, a lot, Jill. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they're like, okay, what new up and coming artists do you know? And she's like, I don't know nobody. That man said, oh, I know these two city girls. She's like, yeah, yeah, oh, no, I know them. It's like, all right, well, where was that energy? Two seconds ago, yeah. Yeah, two mm -hmm. seconds ago. Um, and the last character I want to highlight is uh, Lamont. This is uh, Lamont yes. played by RJ, uh, is it Kyler? Siler? Tyler, I think that yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. sorry, RJ. He, yeah, He's sorry, great, RJ. Though. This guy is awesome. Every time yeah. I see him in a role, I, I highly He's appreciate so him. Yeah, it's he's so good. Uh, you might have seen him in The Heart of They Fall. Um, that's one of my favorite roles from him. He was he was Blue Ranger and Power Rangers yeah. for uh, those who who might have yeah. been paying attention. I think he was in Scream as well. One of the screams. Um, oh yeah. But all that, all that to say, this is. Mia's baby daddy and RJ has tried is trying to work his way back into Mia's life to be a more active father he is very much a producer as well and so we'll see him overlapping with their careers because he does help them um, modify their sound a little bit so that they can get mm -hmm. some of the popular radio play that they're getting um, but him and Mia have an interesting relationship because like the baby mama and baby daddy relationships that I know they, they they backslide a little bit and <laughs> there's definitely some backsliding in this season um and it does look like Lamont might be getting his family back you know he might be getting his baby girl and his and his uh baby mama and having that back for a second until we see that Mia comes across um is it another rapper Mario yeah uh, this cash guy. yeah cash, cash. Um, I forget his last name. It's it's something cash to Russia. No, I'm saying it's like something so stupid, like cash currency or something like that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes across Cash, and it's not great for for RJ's character yeah. Lamont because because this, this would have worked. The, this <laughs> this would have worked work. on me. Right. <laughs> this works for her for sure because she listen. Mia's looking for a baller. We, I mean, I could just start reading off City Girl mm-hmm. lyrics and tell you exactly what she wants. Uh, and this is him. He shows up uh, personified <laughs> at just enough time to s- scoop up Mia as she's about to fall into the arms of her baby daddy again. And so I'm sure we will get, uh, oh, Cash mm-hmm. Chaser the Goat. That's his name. <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. Like a slip, yes, a Cash Chaser the Goat. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, Cash is there. He's Cash Chaser the Goat. He's yeah. got the money. He's got the the image, and this is exactly what Mia has been thinking about that she likes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of her vibe, and so she decides to end the relationship with her and Lamont once and for all. But remember, Lamont is a producer, and so I definitely think we could see a lot more of him moving forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a potential another potential love triangle that we have here on Rap Shit. Mari, what do you think about this storyline with Mia, Cash Chaser the Goat, and Lamont? I love it. I I love it because like Lamont isn't automatically um, portrayed as a bad guy because you know some people are like oh my god why they always portray the baby daddy as a bad guy. It's like you don't feel like he's a bad guy. You just feel like he's so preoccupied on trying to provide money for them. They're they're in that same profession and I love how we get a like kind of a behind the scenes look at like how he's a producer. And he's trying to grind and he's kind of like giving beats to people for free and he's not seeing the money and he has to like chase people to get his money and then he only gets his money and now he can like show me like, look, I did it, I did it, you know, it wasn't on time, but he, he was able to do it. And it's so you're, you're like rooting for him too, in a way, um, but you feel for Mia because um, there's one episode I, I, in the middle of the season, I think, I think it was episode three, episode four. Um, which I believe was written by Kid Fury. It was whichever episode that Kid Fury wrote that was like, oh my God, it was so good. Where Mia just kind of breaks down and she's just like, I can't do this. Like being a single mom, it's so hard. And she's like, you're not here day to day. You're not here. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like that breakdown was so real. Like that shit like hit me because it is hard. Being a mom is hard when you have somebody here to support you let alone when you don't. And I loved all of the emotion that, that Mia put into that, that um, scene while again, not making me feel like Lamont is the, the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I still don't come away from the season thinking that Lamont is, is a, a horrible person and he's a deadbeat. I still, again, come away from this, the season thinking capitalism is the absolute Worse, worse and they're trying to make it work you know he is he is actively trying to make it work and it's just unfortunate that they're like you know it, you know that it's not it's not working but i i don't see i don't see it going away i don't see him going away i really want more of their dynamic a little bit more i want to see him win too you know what i'm saying he's another person that i'm rooting for like i want to see him make it big in the business as well so it's fascinating. I, I love how they how they weave all of these characters together. They do a really good job. And mm-hmm. everybody's storyline is so intertwined. We have the love triangle with Cliff, who is a lawyer who might need to get his his uh girlfriend <laughs> or ex-girlfriend out of jail because she's been scamming with her coworker who uh she also has been now having like you know a relationship with somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um so that's intertwined. Chastity is the pimp, but also the manager, and so mm-hmm. there's some seducing and scheming going on there uh, as well and then of course you have Mia who is the rapper with the baby daddy who is the producer and who she is now you know uh, you know moving on to another rapper and all these people's paths can collide and I'm sure they will in season two uh, but that's season one for you Mari uh, mm-hmm. is there anything we miss anything else we need to talk about before we get into season two Yes, I want to just talk one more thing as uh, somebody who talks about uh, production and aesthetic on my other podcast. I just want to say that rap shit is so great with its use of social media and and social media clips and how like um like using that as the window to this world. You know what I mean? Um, in the very first episode in the pilot. 
they use social media as a way to kind of introduce the characters and where they are now. You know, Shauna looking up people on her Instagram and then going to their pictures, going to their lives and stuff like that, using the lives as like portals to the to the world. Uh, it reminds me kind of like when um, you guys were talking about like missing on nothing but Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they do a really good job of emphasizing how social media plays a huge part in the entertainment industry now, and it's it's kind of funny because even a year later, it's even it's even more apparent. Like we said, we're we're in an era where female rappers, it, it's like a boon right now, and the main thing that's you know producing it is because social media like a female rapper's song gets played on social media it goes viral and then next thing you know they're performing at the BET Awards you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. that that's the that's the current um situation we are living in and it's so it's so interesting to me that rap shit like like they got it like they they completely understood what's happening in the industry and showing us how the industry kind of has changed in a way now that social media is um influencing it no i totally agree this is such an interesting way to look at a television series uh we saw a little bit of like that in the swarm or is it swarm yeah I, swarm. You know, mm-hmm. my country swarm. country ass the swarms um uh, <laughs> yeah when you when you and Latanya talk about swarm you know a lot of that was told through the cell phone you know mm-hmm. and the text messages and you know the there were twitter posts and stuff like that instagram mm-hmm. posts that we were reading and Rap shit does a great job of that. I think Issa Rae is a generational talent and I think she's going to continue to give us great shows with compelling storylines and uh you know interesting characters moving forward and so i'm very excited to talk about this i'm very excited to talk about season two mari um i think they're gonna drop one episode they might drop two this week coming up and Mm -hmm. so if they drop the first two episodes we will talk about the first episode uh the first two episodes together whatever drops this week we will talk about and then we Mm -hmm. will just move on episodically hopefully Latanya will have time to join us maybe we can get a guest or something on too depending on who all is watching the show but if you're listening to this please uh subscribe to the connect Mm -hmm. on PSR the connect on poster recap the the PSR connect whatever you want to call it go and subscribe to us (laughs) and try to keep up with all the positive black stuff that we're doing here because we got the green light on this and we got the green light on a bunch of other stuff too and so we're going to try to keep uh the PSR connect feed fed with a bunch of good quality content moving forward but until then Mari if you could, please tell people where to find you until we, they next hear from us uh, talking about Rap Shit Season 2. Yes. You can find me on Twitter. Yes, that's what his mama named him. That's what I'm going to call him. That's what I'm going to uh, call him. <laughs> at <laughs> Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. You can find me over on the Rob Has a Podcast Network on um, doing the Wrestling Rehap Up every week with Matt Scott uh, by going to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed. Or you can go listen to me and Sarah Carradine talk about true crime over on the Crime Scene Podcast by going to robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed. Uh, Chappelle, what about you? Where can the people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well. Uh, I really thought I was going to be able to avoid the X allegations, but I looked up today and my app definitely got an X on yeah, it. Yeah. They got me. I, w- I was holding strong. But yeah, follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's mm-hmm. underscore show. Follow me on Instagram at Chappelle TNT and let me know what it is that you want to hear us talk about here on the PSR Connect because we got a lot of space. We got time and we got some you know, loyal listeners who probably have some good ideas for what Mari and I can do in the future. Uh, obviously, if you want to reach out to me about my other works, you can catch me on uh, Rob Has a Podcast talking about Netflix shows every week. Uh, and so on Nothing But Netflix, Rob and I have been covering whatever the top of the line show is. And recently we had our very own Mari here uh, as yes. our guest to talk about Yes, uh, Deep Fake Love, a reality show <laughs> about, like, listen, y'all, if y'all don't listen to nothing but Netflix, let me just tell y'all, go listen to us talk about Deep Fake Love because mm-hmm. it's a show where they use AI technology to, to give you images of your partner cheating, and then you have to determine <laughs> if that person is cheating or not, and sometimes they be cheating, and you gotta watch <laughs> it, 
and, and that's not even how you win. You win by guessing. If you guess right, you win. You don't even win by not getting cheated on. It's wild. <laughs> Go check that out. Mario was our guest. We had such a good time over on Rob Has a Podcast um, and on Nothing But Netflix. So if you if you have any suggestions for that, uh, tweet at Nothing But RJP and let them know what you want to hear us talk about over there. I'm also on Rob Has a Podcast talking about Below Deck with Sasha Joseph. Uh, we are on Below Deck Down Under, and we are talking about episodes uh, three and four, four and five, I think, this week. And so mm-hmm. uh, check that out. Uh, and then also check out Sasha and I on our other podcast, on Silent Podcast. We're talking about Never Have I Ever. So you can go to subscribe to Never Have I Ever by Silent Podcast to catch our coverage of the final season of Never Have I Ever. We're doing two episodes at a time, so we're almost done with season four. Uh, and then on Rob Has a Podcast, the last thing I'm doing is talking about Big Brother. I will be on the premiere recap for Big Brother 25. Uh, this is a momentous occasion for Big Brother, the 25th season, but it's only the 25th season, and I will be joining uh, Rob and Taryn and Melissa to talk about this new season of Crazy House Guest and all the twists and turns that Big Brother has to offer. And so, again, follow me on Twitter, follow at Rob Has a Podcast, follow at Nothing But RJP, and follow Silent at Silent Podcast to keep up with all of that. But that's it, Mari. We did it. Uh-huh. Season one is a wrap. It. Yes, season yeah. one is a wrap. Season two is just for good. <laughs> and season two is just getting started. We will be back here on Post Recaps to talk about that. But in the meantime, until then, for Mari, for Latanya, and for myself, we will talk to you all later. Peace. Bye. Bye.